We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. One of the things I, um, I learned this years ago from a news director I had years and years ago. Boy, I was in uh, Vegas like 40 years ago, 30 years ago. And he said, um, if, if, you, if you ever let anybody go in the news industry, uh, what's their market? And if they don't get hired by anybody, you made the right decision. If they get hired in a day, like Andy Reid, maybe you made the wrong decision. And so what would the market be for Nick Sirianni if he was on it to be a head coach? Not much of one. What would the market be for Philadelphia seeking head coaches? Uh, pretty good. Mike Vrabel may want that job. So it- I would move off Nick Sirianni. Says a lot. Colin Coward yesterday. If Sirianni's out of here, would anybody else hire him? Show me that I love you. I don't think so. We can sing through it. Your heart. Sometimes now, you have to. That's a valid question. And I, it's a hard one to answer, but I think that there would be a market for Coach Sirianni. You think I get, do. Do you think actually he actually would get hired? He may get interviews yes, because he, he, he just was in the in the game and he just did win the game. to a Super Bowl. But I don't think he would get hired by anybody I, else. I'll tell you what. You know why I say he would get he would get hired? Because, to me, he's he's almost, almost the equivalent of Dan Quinn. But Dan hasn't got hired as a head coach again. No, but he got hired. Like, I, you're talking about getting hired uh, as head, a head, head coach. Co- I mean, head coach. Okay. No, no, Nick would have a job in the league. He, yeah, you know, yeah. He, usually uh, you fall off a head coach perch, you get a job as well, an assistant. Well, normally that, that's kind of how it, like, there's only a few coaches that get fired like that and go ex- immediately back into head coaching. Yeah, the great ones, the really <laughs> yeah. good ones. I don't think Nick's, I don't think his resume is built up to that point where he could be that guy. Now, getting the job in the NFL, he'll definitely get yeah, one Yeah, he could be a wide receiver but coach But he ain't about to <laughs> – you said, wow, wow you That's what he was by trade. wide receiver coach. Well, who was it? The, remember the Giants coach the Eagles wanted at one point, Ben McAdoo? He got fired from the Giants, and then he surfaced as offensive coordinator, no, I think. I and that, you going to bring up Ben McAdoo, man? I'm just I'm I'm just wondering Sirianni's future if he's out of here. I tonight. would even like you know what, and this might be a bold statement. Like everybody's talking about Brabel and and him his head coaching acumen. Has he interviewed for a head coaching job yet? Brabel is interviewed for the Chargers. Chargers. It might okay. be the only one he's actually interviewed for so far. Okay, okay, because they're probably looking for a young, innovative voice. But dude, I mean, a lot of times, young head coaches when they get fired. They usually get relegated to that that coordinator dude. That, yeah, they take a step back and yeah, they try then to they build come back, back yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, so we'll see. Big I, Red fell off and he went right back. To within a day, the Chiefs yeah. had a, the Chiefs had a private plane for him to <laughs> yeah, get him out there. Big Red, something he's a different animal now. All right, this one more from Cowherd. Then back to your phone call. So this this one hit. I mean, it hit like it just punched me in the stomach. Listen to Cowherd describing if the Eagles keep Sirianni. Here's the thing, though: the Mike McCarthy discussion at least is layered. Twelve wins, twelve wins, twelve wins. He lets go of the OC, the offense actually does better, and the OC doesn't crush. It's a little nuanced with Mike, right? Like, he let go of his star OC, the offense got better, the OC didn't do well. Sirianni's the opposite. It's not hard to figure out. It feels very much Brandon Staley, L.A. Chargers vibe, where a coach can't figure out his side of the ball, and his side of the ball is the problem, not the other side of the ball. 
That's a problem. Fletcher Cox came out yesterday and said he's a winner. Well, Philadelphia is not bad very often, so that's lip service. Players always love their coach. To the very end, they defended they defended Brandon Staley with the Chargers. But I will say there is good news for the Cowboys. Yeah. If Sirianni's retained, at least you got a better coach than Philly. What have I done to deserve this? Oh, that, that's the part that hurts. That's the part that, he's right. McCarthy right now is a better coach than Sirianni. 215-592-9494. If you had to win a game tomorrow, who's your coach? I'm not saying swap them and trade. I'm just being like, if, if you had a lineup, you had to pick 11 people to go play a football game tomorrow, who's your coach, Sirianni or McCarthy? Coach Sirianni. And I say that with a straight face. Yeah, I'll take Mike. Why did everybody look at me like I was lying? I'm not picking anything I Cowboys, didn't, I didn't man. I call you a liar. You didn't have to, but the – No, no, the, you're not – I didn't say the, pick the Cowboys. Shock. No, I didn't say pick Cowboys. I, he's, who, is Mike McCarthy a Cowboy? But no, he's just coached him. No, the he's, a cowboy. He's, he's a Cowboy. He's coached you. No, yeah. uh, he's Cowboy. I'm just saying, I, I would take McCarthy. Right. not doing it. 215-592-9494. Have you started to talk yourself back into the idea of Sirianni staying here? Lurie and Sirianni meeting today. We're officially on Sirianni watch. Any news we get, we pass it along immediately. Yeah, the clock's ticking, Jeff. Let's Let's get – a decision here. Bill is in Cherry Hill. What's up, Bill? Bill. Good afternoon, sir. Hey, Bill. What's up today? I think you guys are idiots. <laughs> yeah, that, join the club. All right, Bill. We're off to a good start <laughs> Welcome here. Welcome in, Bill. Welcome to the show. Why? Uh, I'll just uh, I ask you, why am I an idiot, Bill? Well, because you discount what a guy does bring to a team. What? what and what is that? What is that? When the Eagles are going to start their search, they're going to look for a Sirianni-type guy, an unknown, full of energy. And a winner. And he's won every year. He's been in the playoffs. Mark Grable, not. He hasn't won playoff games. And Sirianni's taken him to the Super Bowl. And they had a bad year. But Bill, Bill, hold on. But Bill, you're you're completely taking context out of it. Bill, Mike Vrabel, just use him. You brought him up. He got to the AFC Championship game with Ryan Tannehill. Most fans couldn't name 10 players on their team at that point. It was, you know, besides their five or six stars they had. Right? Their quarterback was Ryan Tannehill. Nick Sirianni was handed the best roster in the league last year. How do we just use wins and losses to evaluate him? Because you're, you're, that's what you're based on. You're, you're basing this the success of the team on how they do with their record. The record is what the record is. No, but it, but it isn't, Bill. Like, you, all right, let me ask you this: Who's a better coach, Bill Belichick or Nick Sirianni? Right now, Nick Sirianni. No. No. Belichick doesn't relate to young players. What was, what was Belichick's record? If you want to go read some no, stuff. Belichick had, didn't have a quarterback. Bill, do you what think – Hold on. It stunk. Do you want to know his record? Bill, let me ask you a question. Like, Andy like Reid. Andy Reid. Andy Reid in 2012 was 4-12. and 12. Do you think, like, all the coaches in the league that year were better than Andy Reid? Most of them. He did a bad job. He lost a team. But he wasn't a bad coach, Bill. He had a bad year. The point is you Best can be – you can. Bill, Bill had a bad year. He's not a bad it's coach. Carmen, man. It's not Carmen. No, this is Bill. Now, Bill, Bill believes in Nick Sirianni. Bill, do you think the guy uh, under? Do you guy is overachieved with this roster this year or underachieved? Underachieved. Okay, then why is he here? Because he's got a record that you're going to look for a guy. I don't care, Bill. Thing. Bill, I care about his record next year and the year after and the year after. Resumes. Right. I don't care about resumes. It's you believe he's going to win a Super Bowl here? Yeah. Okay, I mean that, that's that's where we differ. I just I don't. What what does he do well as a coach besides win, Bill? Can you give me that? He's got he's got a relationship with his players, and he came out all in favor of him. Ah, uh, they and, all say that. But, they did the same thing for Doug Peterson, Bill. I mean, like that. Then no coach would ever get fired. Like if we just do that. 
Poof. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that what the alternative is is it's going to be a step back. You're not going to get what you're going to get. You need better offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators. Everyone didn't like them last year. They were pretty good. I agree they were good. So, so, so Bill, you think he's just a product of his coordinators then, kind of? I think he's a product of an environment that creates winning. So, Bill, you and I found something we agree on. He's a product of an environment that creates winning. He's just a piece of it. But if he's not doing his job well, get a new guy to do a piece. I can't do the record thing. They gave him the best roster in the league last year. He doesn't have a big yeah. roster. But, but I feel like, Joe, a lot of these problems that were masked early on, like they were, go- they were going on at the beginning when they were losing. I think this is like Coach Sirianni is a part of this, no question about it. He's a part of it, but I think there's a deeper underlying issue that needs to be resolved. But if he's a part of it, remove him from it, and then we resolve that, the problem. That, that, I, I don't think. I think what's happening now is you need to figure out, try to figure out what that issue is because removing him might not solve the issue. It really might not. So I think that's what we're trying to figure out. Yeah. That's what we're trying to parse together. So I look, they probably have six or seven issues here. I mean, within the organization, with it. But my issue is, I don't think he's very smart as a coach. <laughs> You've made that very, I, very clear. <laughs> like he's an offensive guy, and what is his offense? His background is offense. We, we that's obvious, right? He was an offensive coordinator with the Colts. What is his offense? I, I've watched. I think him. high flying. Uh, I think they want to, you know, vertical passing game. Uh, big play, big play offense. But the problem with that is this. You have to incorporate, regardless of what you, you've been told or what you believe, you got to be able to run the ball effectively, efficiently. And that's the one thing that we didn't do. If I was, if, if it was me, and, and you, you asked me, say, I don't know the first thing about putting together offense. And if you, if you task me right now, Hugh Douglas, fix this offense. You know what the first thing I'm going to do? What are you doing? I'm running the ball. I'm, I'm going to incorporate some runs into this damn offense. I'm, that's what I'm going to do, Joe. I'm going to get me somebody. I'm gonna probably, I'll probably keep Swift, definitely keep Swift. I would have Swift, and I would get me a Derrick Henry type. I would probably go draft a young running back that runs between the tackles. And that's how I save my quarterback because I already got, I got two receivers and a tight end that I need to figure out how to get the ball to. But you know what I would – everything would be off of for me? I would probably run more of a, a, a play-action type offense that looked like, you know, I'm running the ball for the most part. And I would hit you with a bunch of quick hitters. I would deke and dunk you all the way down the field because I know my biggest asset going into this season would be a ball control offense. The more time that I have the ball in my hands, the less time that you have to score because my defense is trash. I already like your offense more than Sirianni's, and I've watched him for three years. Okay, you've already given me something more than the head coach. No, I mean, has. It's, it's simple. Now, now, how do I get to that? Now, that's the thing. Now, that's when I have to sit down with some people that know more offense than me and try to figure out that game plan. But I would never – I would keep my quarterback until he's comfortable in manageable downs. And I would, I would also – I would have, like, different motions and formations – that allowed him to gather as much information as he, he could gather before he snapped the ball. So basically everything Sirianni hasn't done, that's all, you would hey do. Man, simplify. And I, I would simplify the hell, the hail out of this offense. Yeah, I, I see the a guy. The absolute hail I'm with, he, out of it. Uh, let, let, let get you in there then. I, I'm, I'm I watching trying, a guy. Listen, I don't want that drama. He, his offense is going backwards. He doesn't call the plays. The players stop playing whatever the last – well, you think that was hard. It wasn't hard enough the last few weeks. We had a player come on this show and tell us they overlook teams. This is his thing. 
And I, and if you give me the record stuff, I think you're missing the point. Doug, Doug didn't get fired on his record. Chip Kelly didn't get fired on his record. Andy Reid didn't get fired on his overall record. Hello? Has anyone watched the way the Eagles do business for the last 20 years? Not one coach here has gotten fired based on their overall record. If that was the case, Andy would still be here. Chip would not have gotten fired off of one, what were they, seven and eight? I haven't heard what the record was the day they fired him. He wouldn't have been fired. He was 10 and six, 10 and six, seven wins. He'd still, he would have still been their coach. Doug Peterson, off of his overall record, didn't deserve to be fired. It's about what are you doing next. Like, that's, that's Lurie's job. Mark's in Woodbury Heights. What's up, Mark? Joe, how are you? Good, Mark. How you doing this morning? Joe, you're the only guy on this radio station that consistently gets it right. Consistently, Joe. Joe. Consistently. And, Hugh, I think you're way off base with this Sirianni thing. Let me just get this out if you guys don't mind. We got you. You got Joe, it all day. Floor is yours. <laughs> Thanks. Joe DeCamry back week five, six, seven. Nick Sirianni is a great coach. I've been trying to call Joe. The, the phone's busy every day, so I haven't been able to talk to him. But Nick Sirianni is a great coach. Joe, you're the only guy weeks ago, even last year after the Super Bowl, you know, the Detroit Lions opening day game, he's running up into the crowd, the number one finger up. Listen, the guy masks his inefficiencies as a coach by screaming at officials, screaming at fans, putting on this tough facade. He's not a good football coach. How do you have two Hall of Famers on your offensive line and another all-pro and Jordan Malata, and you can't run the ball. You can't score more than nine points against Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? Your defense, you got guys that can't tackle. That's Nick Sirianni's defense. That's his offense. He's the head coach. Enough of this with the coordinators. I'm so sick of it. He's the head coach. So as far as, as tackling is him. concerned, Mark, as far as tackling is concerned, when is it? What what, what part of that is is the coordinator's fault? The part of the tackling part. What, what part? Because is that? the whole organizational philosophy, Hugh, is to take it easy during the week, to take it easy in the preseason, to take it easy during the week. You know, buddy, buddy with the yeah, the players are going to. Uh, say good things about him because it's a, it's a, a resort there. Well, Mark, to that point, I, 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 yeah, the, all those older guys that love him, it's because they, they, they practice once a week, those guys. They get to yeah, watch practice they, half the time. They don't Listen, you don't need to be a rocket science to see that these guys don't work hard during the week. This offense was a bigger problem than the defense because you had talent on the offensive side of the ball, tons of talent, and you underachieved. And then Howie Roseman, where's he at? Awful job putting this team together. 100%, man. It's terrible. Where's wow, Mark, Howie especially, especially the defense. Linebackers. Yeah. You don't draft linebackers. You get your secondaries in shambles. You don't hear his name at all. Yeah, Howie is skated, Mark. Howie skated by oh. Mark, and Mark, good call. And, uh, I mean, listen, we may have to clip that. Gilio's always right. I always hear Gilio's always wrong. we gotta, we got to even those out once in a while. See, I just erased that from our – Oh, it's like, gone? Yeah, it's, it's gone. gone. Yeah, that, most people – Not sure it yeah, ever it, happened. It never happened. All right, I, I imagined it. Uh, anyway, 
he's not wrong about Howie. Howie's going to have to speak for his defense at some point here in the offseason he had because he messed up. I mean, Howie, Howie's defense stunk, and that's that's it. That, he, he, fit, he tried to remake that thing on the fly, and it did not work. All right, 215-592-9494. We do have a prize to give away today. Hugh, we have, as we've been giving away all week, your favorite, a pair of tickets to see Hardy at the Freedom my fa- Mortgage Pavilion. Artist out now. Hardy's one of my favorites. Whenever I see Hardy performing, I'm just going to assume you are there in the front yeah, row you moving should. forward. You That's should. your guy. All right. Tickets go on sale today. They just started on sale a little while ago. Ticketmaster.com. But you can get them right here with us. And we're going to play a little game called Hughes Clues. All right. I like to play this game because it gives me a chance to, uh, you know, show my, you know, side, my, what is it, pop culture side a little bit. And I when I when I did this one, though, I will say this, that when I said this, a lot of people looked at me like I was crazy. Not the whole room knew. But, yeah, the whole room looked I knew. at me like, I knew what this was. This is when I know that I am starting to enter that, that, that generation gap area area mm-hmm. where it's like, dog, you old, dog. No, to be, to be <laughs> fair, and you'll give away the first clue. This, this isn't from, like, when you were a kid. No, but yeah. it's still, it's like, I, I guess. You know, I never heard you, of it. You know when you, you know, when they call you unk when the kids call you unk. You got unk. Like I, I got I feel like unk now because when <laughs> I, when I say this to Kyle College, they're like, "What the hell?" Okay, so this first clue is this action movie was made in the year two thousand. All right, two thousands action movie. That's two thousand. It was right. an action movie. and It was made in two thousand. Action movie. There's your first clue. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Playing today for a pair of tickets to Hardy at the Freedom Mortgage Pavilion on June twenty seventh. All right, let's go back to the. Um, the phone lines here. Bill is up next on WIP. What's up, Bill? Bill. Yes, uh, Hugh, you brought up a point that I, I just never thought about. And you want to get the right coach to come in. You don't want to give the spot that that this place is a, it's a chopping block. If you the moment you don't things don't go well, and you know he's done so well, and you know I think he just you just even though he may not be that great a coach, you got to give him another chance because that, that's just gonna you just got to set the right uh, message to for any other coach that wants to come here that could look, you know, take him to the Super Bowl one year and then the next year you're gone. It's just, it's just politically expedient to keep them. Uh, but the situation's a lot more complicated in, in some sense because there's so many factors going on. I, I've been skeptical about the Eagles all year long. They were really last year's Minnesota Vikings team mm-hmm. uh, getting the wins like they did. And then the first three losses didn't bother me so much because that's who they were. And then the, and I had hope that Joe that you had with the Giants, first Giants game. And then they, they actually did flip a switch. They went from being last year's Minnesota Vikings team to being – uh, the worst team in the league, just over over overnight, and I, I that is I'm going to forever be dumbfounded. But I think the real one of the things is Jeff Lurie. I hope he has figured out what you you say. There's something's going on there that he's been in the locker room to figure out what that issue, what those issues are that's ha- had things gone. I, I was hoping they'd flip the switch back just to be the back to the Minnesota Vikings team, the last year's team, like they they were before and. So I, I, so much depends on what what Jeff Lurie knows knows actually is happening as far as what the real problem is. So I, and I was I was just 
so much of the problem. I was really bummed that Eagles lost the Super Bowl because so much of the problem, because I knew when they had to pay Jalen Hurts all that money, they just weren't going to have the roster. Yeah, Bill, that most likely, and it doesn't mean they can't win with him ever again, but that was that's probably the most talented roster he'll ever be part of, just because, like you said, the reality is they're paying him more now, so there's less money for other guys. It's that was That's the best roster he'll ever play with here. And what makes it worse is he's underperformed from before, you know, and so that, that's, that's a double whammy. <laughs> it is. Bill, you bring up an interesting point, and we appreciate the phone call, Bill. What do you think about that, Hugh? Because you brought it up a little bit, and Bill really hit it home there. And I've heard other people say this, that if the Eagles fire Sirianni, how does that look to the rest of the league? How does it look to other coaches that you can make the playoffs three years in a row here, get to a Super Bowl, and you're still out? Do you think – that, yeah, that's a little unattractive. Okay, and, and and not only that, it's it it skews a little hasty, because it's it's like, you you're not allowing him the opportunity to fix it, because we don't know what happened, Joe. Like I, like I, I've been saying for weeks, there was something wrong with this team even when they were winning, and you heard little little things rolling out of the Novacare about the quarterback and his demeanor and all this other stuff, and it just when it got bad, it got real bad. It did, and I don't, I don't, none of us know exactly what happened, but I do know he's in charge, and if it's happening under him, that's a problem. So I, I understand your point, and our caller's point, it would, it would almost make this place look hasty and, like, can you actually succeed long-term here? But there are only 32 of these jobs. I mean, that, like, the Eagles would still get a coach. They'd still get a good coach if they wanted one. There's only 32 jobs. The roster's still really good. And, I don't know, do other coaches – Think Sirianni's really smart. I see that. That's a good question because they may look at it like, yeah, I could do. I understand why they fired that, him. I could a, do better. That's a good question because you you <laughs> that you listen to some people talk when they talk about Coach Sirianni, and a lot of times it's not great. But I don't I don't think that's fair because you know you're on the outside looking in, so it's a lot you don't know. Uh, to that point though, Joe, I, I feel like. Other coaches look at that situation and they don't want to be a part of something that if it doesn't if it doesn't get fixed. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Correctly, I mean directly or or immediately, then it's a good chance you're going to lose your job. I understand that, but he, so I get it, and I don't want it to be a team that changes the coach every two years. But I can't do continuity just for continuity. Like if I don't think this is the right coach, I just got to move on and try to find one. I'll, I'll give you an example, and this is an extreme example. Was it four years ago? Mm-hmm. Remember the coach the Browns had, Freddie Kitchens. He was there for like a hot minute. And he was terrible, right? And th- so I think he, he was the interim, and Baker played well with him as a rookie. Then they kept him because they thought – that, that that was Baker's boy. But then he was terrible. And I remember the story is like, are the Browns going to fire their fifth coach in seven years? Well, they realized this guy wasn't any good. And then they found Kevin Stefanski, who might win his second coach of the year in the last four years. So, like – Didn't he just fire their OC? Uh, he did. Him? Alex Van Paul, I think his yeah. name was. But, I mean, but Stefanski that- worked, and, and they did it because they realized – Kitchens wasn't the right guy. They didn't worry about the optics. They just got a good coach. Yeah, but I would even argue, Joe, that even that job in Cleveland, as as good as they've done, that's hasty. You know, they just fired the the hastiest. They are the absolute hastiest. But they did end up on a good coach this time. And they finally made it to the playoffs. 
and got and got beat down. Yeah, well, they're on their fourth string quarterback. But Stefanski might win two coach of the years in yeah. four years. So he's, so a good, he's a good coach. It but, worked. And you're talking about a you're talking about a a a, a, a program that hell. The last time that the Browns have been relevant, Bernie Kosar was quarterbacking. It's been a while. Like, like seriously, I was I grew up in Ohio. I was a Browns fan. I remember those teams. I remember I remember when the dog pound became the dog pound. So you're talking about an organization for a long ass time has been trying to find just just to find its bearings. Well, hold on. Baker Mayfield won a playoff game a few years ago. He did. Beat the Steelers. And then But they weren't that relevant. Where, yeah. Who Baker Mayfield playing for now? The Bucks. The, the Bucks. Baker's still playing, by the way. I'll play Jalen Hurts. He did. Yeah, I can't. I can't. No, he did. All right, 215-592-9494. It's Howie Hopper. We'll come back. Your phone calls. John Ritchie will join us, his weekly spot with us, as we seem to be barreling towards Nick Sirianni's return. We are on Sirianni Watch. Jeff, if you're listening, man, let's go. Do the right thing here. Has John Ritchie talked himself into keeping Sirianni and the mm-hmm. idea of him coming back? And we'll pass the news on, on if anything happens here. John Ritchie, your calls. And your guesses for Hughes Clues all coming up on the Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. If you're a caregiver in the Philadelphia Lehigh Valley areas looking after a loved one, reach out to my friends at Ameribest today. When you call 1-800-HOME-CARE, a live onboarding specialist will assist you in the hiring process. Ameribest offers daily pay, performance bonuses, reward programs, and more to support their caregivers. Let Ameribest take care of you so you can focus on what matters most, caring for your loved one. Call Ameribest today at 1-800-HOME-CARE or visit AmeribestHomeCare.com slash radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.